Hey y'all, it's Chase. Super happy to be in your ears. I'm grateful for podcast day. It was one of my favorite days of the week when I get to record these things. And you know what? I'm just going to go right into it today. And I want to tell you that you have two roles in life. Role one is to find out what you love to do. And role two is to do that thing. Now, there's all kinds of other stuff. Like, got to be a good parent or husband or friend or family member or whatever. But when it comes to what you do to earn a living or to manifest yourself onto this earth, you have two roles. Find out what you love to do and then find ways to do that, that thing that you love. And today on the podcast, we're answering the big question, like, wait a minute, how do I find out that thing? I kind of like this or but that, and I, boy, this is really risky. And the, you know what? There's one way to do it, and the, the way to do it is have a guest on the show called Chris Gillibo, who literally wrote the book. He wrote the book called Born for This. He has been on the podcast before. You can check out previous episodes, but this one is short and tight. This is not a long-form interview. This is Chris delivering a ton of value around these two things. I'm going to give you a hint. He talks about three concepts. One, joy. Two, money. And three, flow. And it's at the intersection of these things where you will find the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Now, I'll let him go deeper, but one more thing before we get into him uh, talking about this, what I think is a very compelling subject that imagine if the world lived like this, right? If you really actually did that, what a world would be like, that's the world that I'm trying to make. Uh, the thing too that he talks about here is how to know when to quit. If you're if you decided to try one of these things, you think it's your passion, and you know what? You're kind of having second thoughts about it. He gives you in this episode a very simple, the best simple formula I've ever heard on the subject on how to know when to quit and when to push on. I know you're going to love this super important episode. Before we get into it, just a super quick word from our sponsor. This episode of Chase Jarvis Live Show is brought to you by Creative Live. Creative Live is the world's largest and best platform for creative and entrepreneurial education. And right now you're saying, wait a minute, isn't that the company that you started? Yes, it is. It is my company, but they make this show possible. And if you don't know anything about Creative Live, you must check it out. It's where Pulitzer Prize winners, New York Times bestsellers, the best of the best teach photo, video, art design, music and audio, craft and maker, and the ability to make a living and a life in all of those disciplines. There is free content there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And there's also more than 10,000 hours of content for you to access on demand. You guys know I'm a huge believer in the power of daily habits. And today, Creative Live, as a part of the sponsor announcement, wants you to know that they have a new, very powerful way to make education a part of your daily routine. That would be the Creative Live iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV apps. They're all free, and they let you watch all of the Creative Life classes that are on air streaming for free, anything you already own, and on the iPhone and iPad apps, you can watch one daily lesson of your choosing for free. That is one of 25,000 lessons for free, which is super, <laughs> super gnarly. To get those apps, go to the App Store, uh, iTunes, and search Creative Live, or go to creativelive.com slash apps. There you go. Now, let's get into the show. This is the thing that I've, I've heard for years and years on the internet, and I think so many people think that, oh, we just, you're so lucky, you know what you're calling is photography, and you just did A, B, C, D, and then you're here, and now you're an expert and telling everybody else how to do it. Right. I'm lost, I'm frustrated, I feel a ton of pressure, mm -hmm. but 
you have done a bunch of research and you wrote a book, this book right here, that tells us it's different. What do the people need to know at home? People need to know that most successful people, most people who are purposeful, who do feel lucky, like I feel very lucky, I feel like I've got the greatest job in the world as well, uh, most of us did not follow a linear path. Most of us actually went down lots of different paths. We didn't know, like, when we were a kid, like, here's this thing I'm going to be. Like, I'm going to be this photographer. I'm going to be a writer. And then we studied this field, you know, in college. And then we had this first job and this second job. And, you know, it That's never true. works like that. It never does. Never, you know. And it I works, think everyone at home thinks right? that it does, you know. No. And so the way that we kind of come to this thing, this thing that we were born to do, like you said, the word calling, uh, we, we come to it through experience, through mistakes, uh, you know, also, uh, by going down lots of different paths. So it's not like, you know, A to Z, it's actually, you know, A to B to C. And then actually maybe I'm going to go back to B. You know, we're not afraid to kind of turn around, not afraid to give up on something. And so most successful people, like they have some things in common, which we yeah. can talk about. Uh -huh. But, you know, probably the biggest thing is that they did not know from a young age, here's what I'm going to do, and then followed it, you know, throughout. I think that's A, a bunch of relief. One of the things, that, so I went to your book talk last mm -hmm. night, which was, like eye-opening, even for someone who's found their calling, mm. you, you have articulated in a way that I haven't seen anyone else do. And you gave last night in your talk, I'd like you to give it here, three things that will sort of help people understand what their calling is. Because I don't have a formula. People ask me that every day in person, on the internet. And so let's, let's provide some guidance for those at home. Cool. So we're following this nonlinear path. We're like, okay, we're going to figure it out as we go. You know, we're going to gain experience. We're going to make mistakes. But we are looking for the intersection of three qualities. So three. Three. First quality is joy. You know, it's kind of like happiness, but maybe a little bit deeper. Something that you love to do. Great. Uh, second quality is money. So I'm talking about careers here. You know, it's not a hobby. It's something you actually want to make a living at. And then the third thing is flow. So flow is about skill. It's about, like, something you do really well. So you want to have like joy, money, and flow, all, all right. three. Not just one, not just two, but all three. Let's go into detail with okay. each of those. So I love the word joy, first of all, because that's when, when you feel like you're in the presence of someone who's doing what they were meant to do. It just feels effortless. You can see that there's just like they're happy. Even in the, like, the hardest part of it, there's a sort of a, a bliss or a willingness to do whatever. So talk to me about how, how you see joy in the career world. Yeah, well, first of all, life is short. I think that's probably the most important thing. Life is short, and we're going to spend a third of our lives at work, right? Yep. So we could take the approach, which a lot of people do, of like, I'm going to trade off, basically, my money or my life. And you know, my job is a means to an end. And so I'm going to do this job. Maybe it's a soul-sucking, miserable job, right? For a lot of people you know, watching, maybe some people have that. Yeah. Or maybe it's just an okay job. Like, it's mediocre, but it's fine. Like, I don't really care. So, you know, because we live in this age where so much is possible, like, sometimes we have to settle, we have to compromise, but, but that's not really the goal, right? The goal is actually I want to take joy in my yes. work. And some people do. As you yeah. said, like, we can look at from the outside and say, actually, that person... Like, they're pretty successful, like, they're, they're doing okay, like, they're making a good living, but they actually like what they do, right? So that's the first quality, is, like, well, how can we have more joy in our life? Great. So joy for, it doesn't act, one of the things that's not, you're not prescribing is that you can't have joy, it, it, it's only possible outside of a corporate gig. Like, you can, have, you can yeah. have some joy there, right? Absolutely, sure. Sure, that can be your call. Yeah, okay. Joy is very individual. That's the other thing, is, like, people are watching should think, like, okay, what does joy mean to me? Right? Like, where do I take happiness? Like, do I enjoy, like, making things? Do I enjoy creating? Like, you and I are both very motivated that way. Yes. Some people are really motivated to be part of a team, like a mission. Like, we're, gonna, we're all in this together. Like, what are we building collectively? Great. So, joy. Think, like, there's three overlapping circles, right? Mm. Yep. Okay, so joy is the one. Bing. The next one. Next one is money, right? Because it's okay to do something for love. It's okay to have a hobby, you know, something that you're just doing for yourself. Uh, but we're talking about your career here. We're talking about something that you are going to invest in. So it should be financially viable. It should be sustainable. You know, so here's the thing. Like, you can do lots of things that you love that don't make money. But there's probably some things you do that you love that can make money. Right? So we're looking for convergence. You know, where do these things kind of come, come together? 
right? So like, you know, photography, you can do lots of photography, you know, just for fun, for joy, for love, that's great. But there's also ways to like craft a creative career around it. And that's what you've done, lots of people watching maybe as well. So I'm interested in like, how can we put these two things together, joy and money? Joy and money. Joy, number one, money, number two, sorry, thing three. Thing three is flow. So this is okay. the thing that's least understood of the three, because joy and money are pretty simple, yeah. right? So flow is about skill. It's about something that you're really good at, something uh, you do really well. Maybe you're not like the single best you know, in the world, most unique, but you do it really well. It's something that comes natural to you. Other people might struggle with it. It might be difficult for them, but for you, it's like totally natural, right? It. It's the kind of thing you get lost in. Like you can spend like hours at a time doing something because you're in this flow state. That's so true. And this is the individual part, I feel like. This is like you... One of the things that I did was look, like, I literally said, what brings me joy? What do I, where do I look up and like, oh, my God. And I was literally doing this in the dark and was like, oh, huh. it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. And I'm still in the dark right. making pictures. Right, oh, right. my God. Exactly. So is, that's, that's one of the uh, attributes of flow? Yeah, it is. Exactly. You know, it's, it's also like if you don't always know for yourself, sometimes you can find that through this process of discovery. Sometimes other people actually will recognize it in you. Sometimes other people are like, actually, you know, Chase is really good at that. Maybe you don't even realize, like, if you're in this meeting, for example, and like, you know, stuff is going around, tasks are being handed out. If you're ever in this meeting and they're like, oh, you know, Chase should do this. You know, it's almost like the whole group is identifying and saying, like, you're good at that thing, right? That's that special thing. So again, you don't have to have it. Like, you could just have, you know, doing something you love that makes a good living. But I really feel like it's next level to actually have joy, money, and flow. Because flow, it's like you're going to take even more joy in doing something that you're really good at. Probably going to be more successful comes financially naturally well. to yeah. you. Comes, yeah. Bonus, what are, how, how do people know if they should quit something? Because a lot of oh, people okay, at home okay. like, oh my God, I love what you're saying, Chris, yeah, yeah. but you know, I'm in a job and it's pretty good or it's sort of like being in a relationship that's okay. Right, right. And, and, and right. I loved, it was literally the best answer I've ever heard anyone say for how do I know if the thing that I'm doing right now is the thing or if I should be thinking beyond right. that. Okay, cool. So first of all, joy, money, flow. Like our goal here is to make decisions uh -huh. to get us closer to the intersection. So we're gonna make decisions every single day, big decisions, small decisions. You come to this fork in the road. You know, you let this model, it's not meant to be a conceptual model. It's meant to actually help you practically. Like I gotta decide this, okay, this is gonna get me closer to something I love, you know, something that, that is valuable financially, something that I'm really good at. Okay, so how do you know when to give up? Yes. Uh, in the new book, I write a lot about giving up. Uh, I'm really kind of attacking this conventional wisdom that winners never quit. Because I did a lot of research. Winners quit all the time. I, I, I you know, dropped out of uh, a career toward professional soccer, bailed on medical school, and quit a PhD in philosophy and good. to become a photographer. Exactly. And you wouldn't be where you are now if you had just kept doing any of those things. For sure. And it was, uh, it's fair to say that it was in the face of a lot of like, what are you doing? Right. Are shouldn't you, sure? you persevere? Shouldn't yeah. you keep going? Shouldn't you work harder? You know, isn't perseverance the predictor of success? So no, what I found that flexibility is the predictor of success, adaptation, actually being willing to kind of walk away from something. So as to know how to do it, because you're like, wow, I'm in this thing. Like, do I, do I give up? Do I keep going? You ask yourself two questions. Two questions. Really simple. Is it working? Do I still believe in it? You let the answers to these questions kind of guide what you do next. So if you're working inside a big company and you are not sure if you should quit and go out on your own or go get a different job or strike out and become a freelancer, you ask yourself, is this working? Yeah, well, sure. Well, first of all, like, if you have to ask yourself, like, do I have my dream job? You probably don't, right? <laughs> I mean, like, it's kind of like, am I happy? See, it's like, so simple know, when you, you talk know. to somebody else they're talking about. You know, like, am I happy? Hmm, do I have to ask the universe this, you know? So, you know, whether you're working a job or any kind of project, like, if it's, if it's going really well and you still believe in it, great, keep doing it. 
You know, if it's not going well, you don't believe in it, you have to stop. You have to find a way, maybe not tomorrow, but like soon you have to stop. So you only have to think about it a little bit more if the answers are like in conflict. Like, oh, you know, this thing isn't working out. But I still really believe in it. Like, it's my life dream. It's my vision. Okay, so we have to change. You got to change. You got to tweak. You got to change how you're doing it because it's not working, but you still believe in it, right? But maybe you're in the opposite situation where like it's working just fine, but you don't care. You don't have the passion. You don't have the love, you know? I really think in that situation, you also have to create change because in the long term, you're going to be unfulfilled. Like most of us want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. Like we want to believe in something. We want to care about what we do. So you could just kind of keep trucking along, right? Um, but why? Like why would you? So you have to create change. Is it working? Do I still believe in it? This is like spoken. It's like I came and saw the Oracle today. Before we let, before we let these people go, two classes at Creative Live you have to know about, Chris. One is travel hacking, and the other one is... Make your dream trip a reality. Bam. And I just got a text from someone who's in Europe and saying that I got here all on points. I've spent no money but on food awesome. based on your class. That's so fun. That's great. Love stories like that. I- incredible. All right. Signing off for another episode of Chase Jarvis Raw. We spoke with the Oracle today, and he told you what to do to figure out your next move. Thank you, buddy. Awesome, man. Thank you. All right. That about wraps it up. But uh, hey, before you bounce, two quick things. Um, actually, I'm going to go three quick things. Thing one, A, thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you, you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we're able to have a conversation is awesome. I feel uh, honored to be in your ears right now and that uh, you've paid attention to what I've been doing, what Creative Live has been doing for some time. And whether it's been a day or 10 years, I just want to say thank you. It's also really important to know on the backside of that that I, I do a lot of responding to comments. So hit me up, on, you know, direct message me on, on Instagram or Twitter or at me. I try and respond as much as possible. So let's have a conversation that transcends me just being in your ears here. Let's try and do it some, somewhere out there in, on the internet land. That's thing one. Thing two, again, I'm not quite sure what channels you pay attention to me and my work, but please go check out. I'm at Chase Jarvis or slash Chase Jarvis or whatever on all the platforms. And it's really important to me. Also, if you wouldn't mind checking out Creative Live, it's something that not only myself, but 120 other committed hardcore badass people come to work every day uh, to build the place where creators and entrepreneurs learn. So check that out. They're just slash Creative Live or at Creative Live all over out there on the internet. All right, until again, uh, probably tomorrow, I hope I'll hear you. I'll be in your ears maybe tomorrow, and I'll look for your comments on the internets. Bye.